You're listening to the Michael Bayden Show podcast. Thank you all for tuning in to the Michael Bayden Show live stream brought to you by Bayden Publishing. Make sure to check out my latest book, Woman Up, and raise your hand if you have issues. Now it's time to get into the conversation, adult conversation, on the best show on radio. What's up, family? It's Michael Bayden. Look, uh, today's topic, for all my grown folks out there, I'm sure you all are going to appreciate this and you're going to feel me on this topic. We got to talk about the business of relationships. Now, I know that takes away the uh, romance for a lot of you all out there. The idea that it's not just about love. Well, guess what? Relationships are businesses, too. Let me emphasize the word, too, because, yes, it's about love. It's about friendship. It's about all of that. But it's also about the business. And that doesn't take away from the love. It doesn't take away from the romance. It doesn't take away from any of that. But there's no way in the world we're talking to about a mature adults building a relationship and we're not talking about the finances, man. It is still the number one cause of divorce in this country. Something to do with money or finances. So my question to you all is very simple. I need you all to hit me up on social media and on the radio show. The business of relationships, should your partner's income, their debt, their credit, how they manage their money matter. And check this out. Have you called off a wedding or dumped a relationship because of the financial red flags? You want a grown folks radio, you got it. I know you don't want to seem materialistic because this is where a lot of women come in. Okay, ladies, I get it. You want to seem down to earth. You want to seem real. I understand. And I'm not saying to be materialistic and to say the man has to have a certain dollar amount. He's got to have six figures. But if that's your thing, that's your thing. My thing is, what about people's attitudes about money? What about their spending habits? What about when you get with a guy or a lady and you can't even put them on the lease because their credit's so bad, they can't even get the utilities turned on? Mike Bazin, how you doing? Who's this called in about the business of relationships? This is Marquisha Johnson from Ocala, Florida. What's up? How you doing, lady? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. So does it matter the person's income, the debt, the credit score, the whole nine, how they manage money, and have you walked away from a relationship because of the person's financial red flags? Listen, all of it matters. Wow. Okay. Um, so I got into a relationship at 18, got pregnant my freshman year of college, mm-hmm. graduated on time, became a teacher, highly effective by the state of Florida, team leader, and lost it all to the point where me and my children, my four children ended back at my mother's house. So mm-hmm. I say to all of my young students, all of Young, old, it doesn't matter. Right. Get yourself together. And if you work hard to build yourself, you need to find somebody who worked equally as hard to get their self together. So That's all I'm saying. There. That's all I'm saying. Thanks for calling in, lady. That's what I'm talking about. Keep it real. Mike Bazin, how you doing? Who's this? We're talking about the business of relationships. Hey, how you doing? My name's Tina. What's up, Tina? How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. And I hope that you're going to be honest with me about this, man, because I know love matters. I know we're all into the love. We got love oozing out of our eyes, man. You meet somebody, you're all into it. And God forbid the loving is good. You've been whipped. And all of a sudden you forget all about all things that matter, the business of the relationship. Talk to me about that. Well, I don't agree uh, with all of that. Uh, falling in love and putting all your eggs in one basket, all of your money into one account. Because mm-hmm. if, if you look at statistics, it's not a smart thing to do. It doesn't really work out a lot of times, and I don't see the benefit, the need. Yeah, but I'm talking you about know. your personal experience. I need you to talk to me about something that happened to you, to something that happened with you, your attitudes about money in terms of choosing these men. I need you all to make this real personal for me. I got my girl Michelle on the line. Michelle, I understand the love. I get it, man. Everybody wants to be in love. But, man, you got to take care of the business. I'm serious. We got to get into this. 
Yes, I was single for six years, and a friend of mine introduced me to this gentleman, and we we started dating. I knew his situation. I didn't know it was as bad as I as bad as the reality is. I've, I'm mature, almost um, retired in my career. I had investments. I have two houses. I have a lot. Mm-hmm. My credit was eight hundred and forty-two. Woo! Yes. Two and a half years later, now my credit is ruined. I mean, completely. I, I'm contemplating whether I'm going to do bankruptcy or not. Wow. And yeah, and my guy is saying um, he doesn't know how bad it is. I'm so embarrassed. And when we are using my American Express card left and right, left and right, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pay you. I'm yep. going to pay you. Here he's self employed. And when the bill came, like, he kind of got an attitude, like, um, yeah, yeah, well, I'm working tonight, but I have to pay my child. He only has one bill, his child support. Right. No car payment because he drove a, a raggedy car. Oh. I had a brand new BMW, a 20, 2017 BMW. But you in love, though, I, weren't you? You in love. I mean, be honest with me. You I in love, I was in love, you? but you know what? Now, I'm not so sure I'm in, I'm so much in love with him anymore because I'm just like, look at him and I get disgusted. Stop, 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 stop. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to bring this woman back. Miles got questions. You all on social media has got questions. Hit me up right now to talk to my girl, Michelle, 855-962-7469, the business of relationships. Her credit score was 840. When we come back, we're going to find out how far it dropped. Stick around. We'll come back with more on the Michael Bathing Show. Look, call in now about this topic. This is serious business. In fact, it's about business. The business of relationships on the Michael Bazin show. Look, it's nothing. Look, everybody's trying to hold it down. But imagine being in a relationship with a guy or a lady and you move in together and you decide to move and buy a house or to get an apartment. The apartment complex says, look, I need both of y'all's name on the lease. And then you find out that him or his or her score is so low, you can't even put it on there. Now all the burden is on you. Now, you're the only one who can put your name on the lease. I know you all are in love. I get it, man. But please take care of the business. On the phone line with us right now, my girl Michelle is on. Her credit score was 840. She said it's down now. How far has it dropped down to, Michelle? Um, The last time I checked, it's like 500. Oh. Exactly. I'm. It's, it's just, it's so sad and I'm so disgusted in myself. Like I have, again, I own two houses, not free and clear. I have a mortgage on both of them. I own a piece of property free and clear. And it's almost like I need to sell the property that I've worked Mm -hmm. my ass off for. Hold on, Miles got a question. Miles got a question. Go ahead, Miles. I'm just curious, Miss Michelle. First of all, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. All right. Well, you said you're falling out of love with him. You don't love him anymore. But he, (laughs) you knew what he brought to the table when you signed up for it. Right. I mean, what's up with that? No, I didn't know everything he brought to the table. All right, but look, this is the point. Hold on a second, because I don't want you to go on without giving us some some resolution and some solutions. What do you want to tell the ladies about what they should have been looking out for that you didn't? Um, What I didn't look out for, I didn't do a complete background check on him. And you know what he told the first time when we met, you know, he goes like, oh, you're really good with money. I'm going to give you all my money. (laughs) And then, you know, we pay our bills. And um, I want you to help me invest in some, you know, invest. Right. How much money did he give you? I want to know how much money he had. That's what I want to know. I don't. I, I'm embarrassed to even say. Say He's it. self-employed. Say it. Um, a week, every week, maybe. And this only happened the first, like, couple months we were together. Say it. About $250 oh, a week. Oh, come on, Michelle. 
Yeah, and he drove my brand new BMW oh, because no. his car broke down, and he put like twenty five thousand. Hold on, she's she's like, I got my twenty five, thirty, fifty thousand dollars in the bank, baby. Add your two hundred and fifty. Go ahead, go ahead and talk to him, Miles. But you knew that though, oh, like you Michelle. knew it, and you still went ahead with it, though. Am I right, Michelle? So I mean, you can't. Blame no, him. I didn't realize the debt that he had. And okay, yeah, I know you're not a millionaire, but you know, and I don't expect. I wasn't with you for the money. I asked for loyalty and respect and honesty. You did- Michelle, Michelle, I need you to wrap this up for me. I got to grab some more calls. Can you tell me the advice you want to give the other ladies? Just you know, don't don't go in it with your heart. Be smart. In other words. F love, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That's what Michelle is. And that's what I keep. Look, I don't, I'm not trying to put you all down on love. I'm just saying, open your eyes, man. Please don't be blinded by love. Michelle, thank you for your honesty, man. I appreciate it. From 850, credit score 840, down to 500. Hey, uh, Belinda. Oh, is it uh, Belina? What a beautiful name. Belina. Hello, Belina. How you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Did you hear the last caller? Did you hear that? I heard all the callers, baby. Oh, man. Tell me you can't relate, please. Listen, I'll just give it to you this way. I was fully vested and invested in a soulful relationship with a soulful guy. Brought him from the bottom up, mm-hmm. and we both crashed bankrupt. Wow. We have kids together, and we have to keep it healthy for the children. Right. I am broke. And actually looking for my true friends now to finance my phone, which is going under Metro PCS. Wow. How about that? How, wait a minute. How far did you fall? How solid were you before this situation happened? Is it his fault? Is it your fault? Is it both of y'all's fault? Whose fault is it? Listen, we're talking about a 14-year relationship. Oh, wow. Yes. So I'm, I'm curious, though, because I got to find out what the lesson is. I got to find out what the problem is that I want to share with the family so they can get the lesson. So what was the issue and what's the solution? Or should I say, what's the lesson? Well, the lesson learned is to be fully vested and invested with a soulful fella that's willing to keep it real with you. You know, I know it's hard. Can, can I talk to you for a second, Belina? Yeah. I know it's hard because, ladies and gentlemen, we don't meet each other and just start laying out our financial statements. How many people really know the credit score of their partners right now? I mean, the reality is, Belina, most people do not. And see, when you finally crash, you don't realize that the problem was there all along. Bad spending habits. They never had any really good investments. Bad attitudes about money. The whole nine. Nobody really vets their partners financially. Let's just be straight up about it. She's fine. He looks good. The loving is good. You fall in love. Nobody looks at anybody's finances until disaster strikes. Can we be honest about that, Belina? Go ahead. What do you say? Well, I say that a lot of it has to do with our, with our social status right now hmm. because there's so much trying to keep up with the newest That's phone, right. That's right. the trends, yep. everything else that comes with it. Would you like sushi tonight, baby? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's- That's called keeping up with the Joneses. Did you lose money? Did he lose money? Did you both lose money? What happened? Baby, when it comes to love, we all lose and we all win. It depends how you look at it. Hell, I'm talking about finances. I'm talking about the money. I can count that, you know, because relationships affect you. It don't just affect you in terms of relationships being businesses, too, but relationships affect your business. So for all of you all who are entrepreneurs, you need to be calling me up right now because the wrong relationship. I'm not just talking about the money. I'm talking about how it can affect your money indirectly through affecting your creativity with the drama. To affecting your focus, man, affecting your peace of mind. Relationships are businesses. Hit me up right now on the Michael Bazin Show. Mike Bazin, how you doing? Who's this? 
Roxanne, the real Roxanne. The real Roxanne. What's up, Rox? How you doing? I'm doing good. We got to talk about this, man. We got to talk about this money. I know it's not sexy, but we got to get oh, yeah. into it. Talk I got to a me. story for you. What's up? I got a story for you. Uh, met this guy last year, going hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. Did the background check, the whole thing. My stuff is all jacked up. I had a heart transplant. You know who I am. Right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Million dollar bill, blah, 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 400, crash, oh. bam, no credit. Right? Yeah. Which, you know, I knew it, accepted it, told the brother, told him from jump, don't got nothing, you got a poor girlfriend. <laughs> oh, everything's fine, baby, right. don't worry about it, I got you, I got you, I got you. don't worry about it, right? Right. Uh, are you going to put some skin in it, he says? I said, yeah, I'm going to give you what I got. Right. I'm going to help you out with what I got, but I don't have much. I'm on disability. You know that story. Right. Uh, I got you. Don't worry about it. Boom. Tired of that. He got tired of it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, Real Roxanne, can I be straight up with you? If a woman told me she was busted, okay, and I didn't have the funds to carry her, two, can I be frank with you guys? Two broke people can't do nothing for each other. Uh, when you're both broke, I'm just saying, who's going to lift the other person up? Who's going to support the other person? I mean, you're both struggling. I'm not saying you shouldn't be together, but where's the upside of that? Well, what, what do you do? You, you, anybody, every single person that's listening on the radio today is one paycheck, paycheck away. My girl, let me check myself. Let me check myself. chronic illness. I agree. You get chronic illness, you're done. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. It's not like I went out and I wore agree. clothes and shoes. I agree. You know, it's a million dollars to the medical people. But still, let me let me be, let me just say this, and I and I stand corrected on that. So thank you all for checking me. I always appreciate that because we all start out broke, right? But what I'm talking about, man, is once you're older and more established. I'm talking about people who are 35, 40, 45, 50 years old who've been able to establish themselves in some kind of way. Obviously, when you're in your 20s, man, you know, sometimes your early 30s, you're still struggling. But I'm saying for the folks who have made the sacrifices, the people who have made the savings, the folks who've made the investments, when you have someone enter into your life, you have to understand that they're going to either be a plus or a minus. There's no such thing as neutral people. Don't tell me a plus. Don't tell me a plus if you're not a plus. Be real about it. Got you. Got you. That's what you're saying. All right, Real Roxanne, I feel you, Sudi. And look, we all do. We are broke in many parts of our lives. But I'm talking about the people who made the right choices. They did all the right things. I'm saying don't let somebody else come in who made all the the bad choices break you down and bust you up. You're listening to the Michael Bazden Show podcast. Big Mike, I got a man on the line. Mike, how you doing, man? Just got to talking to the family about consistency, reliability, responsibility. Talk to me, partner. Man, I hear talking about that, Mike. That's a mouthful. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I've I've experienced all those different segments of what you're saying there from being married at young and early 20s all the way up to now and having gone through it, all those things are, are paramount in a relationship. Um, you know, and it, like you say, it works both ways, you know, but as you say, as a man, you know, uh, sometimes you, the Bible says when a man find a wife, you find a good thing. So, you know, you have to go out and prepare and uh, set, the, set the stage for that good thing to come into your life. Let me talk to you. So, Mike, I appreciate you calling in. I got a question to ask you man to man. What is our responsibility as men in terms of a demonstration when we when a woman comes into our life? What should we have together at minimum as a man? Uh, you said the word consistency. I think that is something that is. Um, no, 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 no. Let me rephrase that. What should we have in terms of and I hate to use this word materialistically in terms of what we should be able to demonstrate? We're talking about 40, 40, 45, 50 year old dudes. We're talking about grown folks here. What should that man have at a minimum coming to the table? 
Well, you know, if a man's going to take a woman out of her home or out of her mama's home, you need to have a... Well, I don't know what that was, Mike. That's a cuss word. Yeah, that, that may have been a cuss word. Go ahead, Mike. No, I said, I said that at the very least, I think if a man's going to seek to uh, take a woman out of a mama's home, you need to have a home at the very least to put her in. Uh, it should be a set of place of stability and comfort for her, uh, something that she can rely and depend on. Exactly. Remember the show I did, ladies and gentlemen, it was called She Moved In With Me. And that's where we have a lot of that going on. Nothing against the guys because I know a lot of men are holding it down. But we have a lot of situations where the guys are moving into the woman's place. That's not necessarily a bad thing if he's bringing resources. But all he bringing is the you know CD player in a in a flat screen. That's not contribution, baby. That's all I'm saying. Thank you for calling in, Big Mike. Mike Bazin, how you doing? We're talking about the business of relationships. Who's this? Vanessa. Vanessa, take me off that speakerphone. Take me off that Bluetooth. I want to talk to you. How you doing, Vanessa? Good. How are you? I'm great. Talk to me about the business of relationships. So I mean, I was. 20 years old when I first met a guy he um I had my car I had my credit cards everything was online um he found out that I had money saved up and I was an idiot he was my first boyfriend first love and I went into debt because of that I had my car repossessed my credit is ruined I'm 29 years old now and I'm finally slowly getting out of that hole but it just it made me made me realize don't don't put all your eggs in one basket especially when it comes to a relationship i mean just be smart about it especially financially wise because i wasn't i was just young and dumb and in love and it cost me a lot but i finally got myself out of it so i'm good now you know vanessa you're 29 years old if you just tuned in vanessa's talking to us about being 29 years old and having a car repossessed through a bad relationship finances all jacked up but here's my question to vanessa imagine yourself at 45 and 50 and having that happen. See, you can recover at 29. When you're 45 and 50, that's going to sting a lot tougher, Vanessa. What do you say? Yeah, that's true. That's true because obviously it's going to be a little harder because, I mean, you have like a household. You have this. You yes. have, you know, children that are you're probably paying through college. I mean, I kind of recovered because I didn't have children at the time, but I have a one-year-old now. So it's just kind of like I want to guide her in the right direction not to go from my mistakes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So here's I, my I, question. Wait, wait, wait. Now, we're going to break it down. So you just heard me tell you about what would happen if a 45-year-old woman, dude, you got 29 years old, you got time to rebuild your credit and rebuild your finances. So what is your message to women specifically, and what would you tell your daughter? Be smart about it. Educate yourself first. Don't, don't put everything all into a man because you don't, you don't need that right now. You need to focus on yourself, focus on your education. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase that question. What do you have to say to women about money, about the business of relationships? Just get the primary fundamentals. Just be smart about your money. Put yourself in, invest in yourself in a 401k. You're listening to the Michael Bayesden Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, she's been holding on for a long time. She is in the building. Cece, what's up, Cece? How you doing? Hey, Mike Bayesden. How you doing? We're going to talk about this money. I'm telling you, man. I know it's not sexy. It may not be romantic, but it's necessary. What do you say? No, it's not. You know, I I agree totally with you. Um, At an age of 40 and 50, to experience that is just a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, But my my relationship um, was a little bit different, and I'm going to tell you why, because I came from five red bones. They were strong (laughs) women. They didn't play the radio. They taught me very well. And the first thing was, if a man did not have anything 
to bring to the table, mm -hmm. you don't mess with them. You don't mess with them, period. Uh, they don't have to have a million dollars. They don't have to be rich. But they need to bring something to the table. And at 20 years old, they had to bring something to the table with me. Now imagine, imagine, I said this earlier, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to CC. Imagine being 45 and 50 years old and running to a guy or a guy running to a lady. It goes both ways, fellas. We're going to keep it even. You got yourself together. You made your sacrifices. You made your investments, man. You are solid. This other person's come along. They didn't make too many good choices. All right. They had some errors in their life. I'm not saying don't date them. I'm saying ask some questions. At what point do you realize that a person, check this out, is financially incompatible? That's a real thing, CC. Talk to me. When you start going out to dinner or you're doing things together and you're realizing that you're footing the bill all yes. the time yes. and they're not paying any money, H to the knob, bro. You got to go. <laughs> That's my girl. And see, hit the road, Jack. And CC, I talked about being unreliable, being inconsistent, looking at a person's credit, the whole nine. You know, it. for the ladies out there, let me ask you this, CC, and to all the men who are listening to, for the man not to be able to contribute or the woman by even getting the utilities turned on. See, that hurts, man, because you feel like you're pulling all the weight yourself. It's hard enough out here. Now you're going to bring somebody into the relationship that's going to make it harder? I I don't know if I don't know if love is worth it that that much to me or, or many other people who are listening. I don't believe love is that big a factor now when people are trying to have security. To me, security trumps love. That's all I'm saying, CC. I agree with you. You know, doggone well that credit must be it must be uh, one of the top five priorities in a relationship. That's all I'm saying. Hey, CC, thanks for calling. Miles got some questions of the phone lines are blowing up. Hit me up right now. We're talking about the business of relationships. Should your partner's income, debt, credit, how they manage their money, should it matter? And have you all walked away from a relationship or canceled a wedding because of the financial red flags? Call in now. I'm taking phone calls right now. Let me get these phones lined up. Hey, CC, thanks for calling. Mike Bajan, how you doing? Who's this? Going once, going twice. CC, thanks for calling. I appreciate you. Claudia, stand by. You're going to be my next caller. Adina, what's going on? How you doing, Adina? I am here, Michael Bays, and thank you for taking me. My husband and I are both youth, uh, marriage coaches. Woo! And when we yes! got together, <laughs> we got our YouTube channel and everything. We've been doing it for 16 years. But when we first got together, I was 24. He was 21. And I didn't have a clue about credit. He had credit cards. He had credit. He would walk in the bank and get $10,000. I would walk in the bank and probably get security called on me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I had him. We pulled each other's credit. We walked around with our credit report mm -hmm. together. We pulled everything off that we were not happy with. And this was at 21 and 24 before we even got engaged. We pulled credit. I had him to cut up some credit cards. I had $40,000 in student loans. He paid it off because he doubled up once we got married. He mm -hmm. paid twice a month and got it paid off. That way we could be debt-free and not involved in any type of, you know, credit card problems or anything like that. I paid cash with everything when we got together, and I realized that paying cash is no credit. It's just like bad credit. That's right. So I had to build my credit. So let me ask you this, because this is what I want to get down to. Ladies and gentlemen, you just tuned in. I got my girl uh, Adina on. Her and her husband actually uh, coaches. They started out together 21 and 24 years old. Adina, welcome to the show. So I'm, I'm curious, what do you want to advise women? Because I don't want to take the romance out of relationships. I'm just trying to tell people to be aware of what they're getting into financially. What do you say? 
No romance without finance. I wanted a house, so I was not going to live in an apartment, and I set the standard. The woman sets the standard. A man will do what you allow them to do. Woo! And if you set a net, you know, a bad standard, if you don't say this is what we need, then, it, you know, what you say happens, happens. I even, when we before we got together, before we had sex, I had, we went to the clinic. Let the folks tell me what you got before we do this. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. Stop, woman. Stop. You're blowing me away, Adina. Even that's business. You see, even that's taking care of the business when you take care of your health. That's taking care of the business. Now, I said something earlier. I want to say it to you because I think you'll be able to relate to this. And I need you to break this down. I wish your husband was in the ride with you so we could all talk about it. The being reliable, being responsible. People don't break down that word. That's business. Being responsible is business. Being consistent is business. Being an executor is business, Adina. Talk to me. Yeah, and the thing is, Back then, I mean, we were, this was in the 90s, and AIDS was serious back then. You think it's, 22 years later, it is real bad. That's right. Real bad. And I- Talk to me about the finances, though. What do you want to say to women about the importance of making sure you got a man that knows how to get things done and vice versa? Pull the credit. Get the credit report. Sit down with a financial advisor because just because. Hold on, wait, your phone just went crazy on me. What just happened with your phone? Because that's some good advice. I don't know. Yeah, because it sounds like you sounds a little crazy, doesn't it, Miles? Yeah, a little, little Bluetoothish. Yeah, a little Bluetoothish. Can you take phone? me off a of Bluetooth? Oh, no. Sit- no, I didn't. I didn't do anything. There you go. Stay but, right next to that phone. Now, say, give me that answer again. Go ahead. I, I was saying, pull the credit. Sit down with a financial advisor and find out the information of you, money, finances. Because if they're not good with finances, they might. And that's why people do credit. You have to do credit for everything. If they're not good with their finances, they may not be good in the relationship. And they may not be good for an employee. A lot of folks are not getting hired because of their bad credit. This is serious business. We need to take it serious as parents. We need to train our kids about how important that is. I got my girl Claudia on the line. Claudia, thanks for calling. What's going on? Hey, Mike. I met, I've known this man since he was 16 years old, okay? We get together. He's got a good job, good credit, get married. After, and all of a sudden now... He wants me to take care of him. I'm about ready to retire. My money that I've collected, he feels that that because we're married, he's supposed to share that. He out of his mind. That's what I'm going to tell you. Exactly. That's what I told him. Wait, wait, wait. Here's my question. Wait, wait, wait. Didn't you all have that conversation before you got married? Oh, yeah. We had the conversation. Like I said, he had a good job. Was working, bringing in money, and then right. I found out also that he had a little uh, white horse habit that I didn't know oh, about. Did you say white horse? Uh huh. Why don't you he just say what it is? Say what horse. it is. I don't know what white horse is. Say what it is. What? What? Cocaine. Cocaine. Say cocaine. Co- you, look, oh, wow. lady, if you mm-hmm. mean cocaine, say cocaine when you call into the show. Wow. All right. Yeah. Cocaine. Yes. Cocaine habit. Thank you. Okay, so that's why the, all of a sudden the money started disappearing. Steal my, steal my uh, credit cards and my my debit cards, and all of a sudden I'm looking at all these things. All right. Put a block on that. But now he's at the idea that he's supposed to share in my retirement that I worked for. Not him. I worked for. Now, here's my question. Now, hold on. Hold on. Now, here's my question to you. Are you going to stay married to this guy? Uh, No. I told him uh, what he's going to share is a uh, funeral cost. <laughs> well, you don't have to get you don't okay. have to kill a guy. Come on now, we want to talk about funerals. Come on now. If you don't want, if you don't want to leave, you know. Hold on, Miles, go ahead talk to him. That kind of seems like the another part of the business of the relationship because if you divorce him, you may have to give him half or something. That's well, right. right. How long you exactly. been married? Oh, we've been married five years now. 
Oh, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what wait, I'm listen, talking about. Ma'am, 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 stop. Everybody who's tuning into the show right now, this woman done called into the show. This is Claudia, right? Yes. Claudia done called into the show. She's got a husband who figured that he was going to get his hands on her money, her retirement money. He got a cocaine. I don't know why the women didn't want to say cocaine. Bring her up. Say cocaine, please, ma'am. Yes, sir. I will from now on. Say cocaine. Okay. So he's taking care of that. No, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. What kind of what kind of habit does he have? Uh, it was like a eight to a thousand. Uh, ma'am, a week, what kind of drug life. habit did he have? You just killing the show right now. I'm just asking you to be honest. He, Go ahead. Yeah, he had he had a bad one. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. Everybody stop. Uh, thank you. See, the, the woman don't want to tell y'all the husband had a cocaine habit. He had a cocaine habit. Thank you, ma'am. He had wait, a wait, co- I'm trying to tell the story here. You're messing up my flow, okay? Let me try to make this happen. So the guy has decided he's going to do the drugs and take her money up, and I said, look, why don't you let him go? And you said, what, Miles? That maybe that's part of her business relationship as well by keeping him because if she divorces him, she may have to give up half he of what she He's going to get got. half of her retirement. Exactly. Man, you all, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Claudia. It's like pulling teeth with you, lady, but we got it out of you. You're listening to the Michael Bazden Show podcast. Aura, see, this is what I'm talking about, man. People need to stop and think about what they're getting themselves into financially. What do you say, Oh. Well, I have a 25-year-old, very beautiful daughter that is going through the same thing as him. He has a bad marijuana habit. And mm. he always he always going back. He's always, you know, can't pay the bills, pay the full bill amount. She has to pay double the bill. She's eight months pregnant now oh, and wow. can't work. Wow. He just, he just sit there and play games on TV and spend most of his check on marijuana. Can I ask you a question as a mother? And to all the mothers who are watching right now, do you all educate your daughters and men? Do you educate your sons and daughters as well about how important a, a person's finances is? I got to tell you a story. Oh, if you if you'll bear with me for a second. I was really upset with my daughter. And this is for the fathers out there, man. You all going to feel me on this. I was upset with my daughter. My daughter got with a, a young man. She liked him, you know, seemed to be a nice family. But the guy didn't have a car. All right. He wasn't. He was 30 years old, 30, 35, whatever he was in his 30s and didn't own a car. So when my daughter would call me, she would say, yeah, dad, we're in the car. He's driving the car I bought. So, you know, as a father, I'm about to snap. The dude is driving the car I bought for my daughter. So I'm like, baby, I know you love him. I I get all that. But you got to understand at a certain age, he needs to be established at least to the level of being able to manage to have a car. For you, I raised you this way. You've been all over the world. You got your education. I prepared you for someone who can contribute and enhance what you got. The dude is driving my daughter's car in his in his early 30s. Now, I know a lot of you all may say that's not an issue. For me as a father, it is. And for most fathers who raise their daughters the right way, it is. We want somebody who's going to enhance and contribute to our daughters, not somebody who's going to be driving our daughter's damn car. Call in right now or I'll talk to you on the other side of this. Fellas, you all need to call in and represent, man. Let's talk 855-962-7469. The business of relationships. I want to hear from the pops. I want to hear from the moms. I want to hear from couples. I want to hear from people who've been destroyed financially over love. Call in right now to the Michael Bajan Show. My girl, O has been hanging out with me. I just told a story about my daughter and her ex-boyfriend. By the way, it's an ex-boyfriend. I got to tell you, I'm happy. Right, I'm right. not going to lie. Uh, the guy was driving her car. He moved into a place. They moved into a place together. I give him that. But, man, look, please, as for my daughter, Aura, I wanted her to date a dude who at least had a car. Come on now. What do you say, O? 
she don't even have a car. She she try she the type she likes to stick with somebody and until they get on their feet. And when he got on his feet, he just started spending his money on marijuana and games and stupid stuff. So let me ask you this question as a mother. Did you educate your daughter about the importance? And be honest with me, oh, did you ever educate your daughter about the importance of money in a relationship? Yes, I did. I said, honey, he's supposed to take care of no, you. No, 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 no. Not once the relationship happens. I'm talking about prior to it happening. Yes, I have. Okay. I even taught her 50 things about men. I wrote it down, 50 things about men. I, I told her 50 things about men. She should know that. And what part of that 50 had to do with finances? It had something to do with it. It's just been so long. <laughs> I, had, I hadn't talked. Had talk. <laughs> no, you needed to check in. She talked to her daughter when she was 12, and now she's 25. You're like, don't you remember what I told you when you were seven? Come on now, or come no, on. No, she, like, she was like 14. Yeah, right? but come on, man. You haven't talked to her since she was 14 years old. Y'all need to start educating y'all daughters and your sons. Let me talk to Chanel. Hey, Aura, thank you so much. Hey, Chanel, what's going on? How you doing? Good evening. How y'all doing? Everything is everything. What's on your mind? Oh, yeah. I've, I've been listening to the conversation, and it's like preaching to the choir. I've been through it all. Unfortunately, my mother didn't inform me of, you know, having a doggy dog world out there and people will take advantage of Mm -hmm. a good person. But I definitely had to experience that for myself. And I'm currently still pulling myself, you know, out of the um, out of the trenches financially because I went as far as having two children um, in a relationship and met this gentleman. He saw that I was vulnerable. And he took advantage of that. And I even went to the extreme of relocating myself with my children. I got you. How much did it cost you? Let's get down to the business. Let's get down to the De Niro. Let's get down to the Benjamins. How much did it cost oh, how you? Much it, like, like how much in the hole I'm in now? Mm-hmm. I want to say at least probably 40000 40 G's. So the loan numbers right yeah. there. Man. What do you Around want, 40000 What do you want to say to the ladies? Because this is all about you all offering and, and the men as well. What advice are you going to give to people about when it comes to business and being involved in relationships? Let me, let me stop you there. I want to let me backtrack. It's more than 40000 but either way. Um, I would say a woman, we have to know our worth. We have to know our worth. We have to set our standards in the beginning. And equally yoke not only means spiritually, equally mm-hmm. the, Equally yoked means that everything has to be at least a common ground. If you broke, find somebody broke. So I, I agree with the, <laughs> uh, the the lady who called earlier to say that she was going through some, you know, medical issues and she found someone. Right. You know, I can understand if, if they were on the same level. Um, however, in my case, I was sold a dream. And unfortunately, I didn't. I, I, I wanted to fix that man. You know, I wanted to fix him and I wanted to be the hero. And not knowing that that wasn't my worth. That's not what a woman is put there for. We're not put there to help, you know, redeem a man or to be a stepping stone for him. What we are there, you know, to be to, 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 to be equal with him and say, you know what, if I need you, make sure that, you know, we can have that back in return. But- and that's the problem. It's not being reciprocated. You know, I love what you said earlier. You talked about being equally yoked financially. Nobody talks about that. It's all love. It's all, you know, all this stuff that has to do with romance. And you all get sold that we all do by Hollywood and by all these fairy tales instead of saying, look, yeah, you're attractive. Yes, the loving is good and all that. But, man, let's sit down and talk yeah. about how we're going to build something together financially. What's your credit like? What's the kind of investments are you interested in making? Are you trying to invest in anything? Are you interested in entrepreneurship? All this stuff is important. Do you know how to get things done? 
See, for me, that's yeah. the main thing right there. Are you a person that follows through? Are you consistent? We got to talk about that. That's business. Go ahead, Miles. Um, I just want to say, because uh, I'm reading some of the comments on <clears throat> Facebook as well. First of all, how you doing, Miss Chanel? I'm well, thank you. A lot of people are confused by what you said. You said that you were sold a dream, but also said that you tried to build a man up, and they're trying to kind of get a little bit of clarity from you. Well, um, I was sold a dream, but you know how you have that intuition in, in the background telling yourself it's not true, yep. it's not real. Don't believe what you hear. Um, and he even told me himself, believe nothing I say, but Damn. watch everything that I do. He told, he told you me that? that. Oh, he told me that. Man. Um. But like I said, I was vulnerable. I was in a state where I just wanted the love. I just physically mm -hmm. wanted someone to be on the side of Stop. F love. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that, but it, I'm telling that love, of, man, that love will have you in the poorhouse. That love will have you with a roommate at 60 years old eating cat food. We have got to wake up and understand that there's the relationship and there's the business. We got to take care of both and understand they're equally as important, man, because that's why finances is the number one cause of divorce. People are so caught up in the romance, they're not thinking about the importance of the finance. Chanel, thank you for calling. I'm so sorry to hear about what happened to you. Hopefully, you woke up. I know you woke now, aren't you? Oh, yo, I'm woke now. You know, I got back. I relocated myself and my kids, and I'm stronger than I ever was. So That's my, that's, stop right there. You're listening to the Michael Bayden Show podcast. Mike Bayden, how you doing? Who's this? Hello? Hey, who's this? It's Steve. What's up, Steve? How you doing? All right. Hey, hey Mike, my, my daughter has the benefit of a extremely strong father. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I told my daughter is, and I think it would work for her, for her boyfriend, I told her, don't go to his until you got your home say that again steve say so, that one more time say it again don't go to his until you have your own go to his what meaning meaning that don't you dare move into his house unless you have your own house hmm. don't you dare drive his car till you have your own car i'm with you pops don't you dare mess with his bank until you got your own bank meaning that don't you depend on him to fail and leave you high and dry. How about that? That's what any father's going to teach, teach his daughter and any mother too. Any parent going to make sure to tell their daughter that. Go ahead. Continue your thoughts, Steve. You know, also with that, you know, I have a son and I try to preach that with son. Don't, don't drag no woman. Don't drag no other daddy's daughter in to a situation like that. My man. So both of mine, so both of mine are solid, Mike. Gotcha. So you understand what I'm coming from when I said I was disappointed. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Steve, who just called into the show and said he educated his daughter to to not be in another man's house, to drive another man's car or to be in another man's pocket till she got herself together. And that's what I was talking about earlier, Steve, about my daughter being with a guy who didn't even have a car. Now, I know for a lot of people, they're like, hey, man, but the dude was in his 30s. I'm like, come on, man. A car is something you accomplish in your 20s. You need a you need transportation as a man. A man's got to have transportation, dog. OK, so I was real disappointed Mike, you, about that. Mike, go you got to bring them. Go ahead. Mike, you got to bring them up in the way that they should go. Parents are leaving them, leaving them dragging on the wayside. My man, I agree. They got to bring They They got to bring them up like that. Well, that baby and the boys, you know, a lot of you got the little mama's boys out here. You got the girls who are spoiled and not taught to do their own thing. But that's changing. Women are doing their thing. Women own stuff. Mike Bazin, how you doing? Who's this? 
Hello, how you doing today? Everything is everything. Who's this? Hey, this is Beverly calling in. Beverly, don't go anywhere. Mike Bazin, how you doing? Who's this? Hey, this is Chris from Florida. Hey, Chris, talk to me, man. How you doing? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm actually I'm 25. My wife and I we own our own home. We each have a 401k, and we actually recently bought some land in Senegal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're young, but my wife, I have to admit, is more more responsible than I am. Gotcha. And I have had to learn from her a lot of those things. But I think it matters also the intent of the person. Like, I hate to call in and be a hater, but a lot of these women that are calling in, they're very clear red flags that they're ignoring. I agree. And they're acting like, the one lady was like, oh, I was sold to dream, but I was trying to fix them. If you were trying to fix them, there was never a dream in the first place. You knew what it was. Come on, man. Come on. Talk to them. And then the other lady was talking about, her husband was on coke. How do you miss somebody being on coke? So a lot of these situations, it goes back to conversations that you've had before about you have to decide what your worth is and choose somebody that is available at your level. Hey, Chris, can we talk for a second? I like you, man. I like you calling in, Chris. Let me talk to you for a second, man. This the love, Chris. It's the love. It's the desperation to be in love. And that's what's blinding a lot of people, man. And sometimes it's the good loving, too. Let's be honest. Sometimes you get whipped. Whoosh. Let's be honest about that. And they get so caught up in love and the desire to be in a relationship, man, that they totally ignore the cocaine. How do you ignore the cocaine, the ladies sweet, and gentlemen? Like stealing credit cards. Stealing credit cocaine. cards. Talk to him, Chris. What's up, man? Talk to the lady. She said, she said I, I swear I caught it. I don't know if anybody else heard it. I swear she started to say between $800 and $1,000 a month. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what she said. I think she was going there too, and Chris. It, yeah. How do you not notice $1,000 a month? Because you're in love, man. You're in love. You're blinded. Blinded by love. Call in right now. Hey, Chris, stand by, man. I want to talk to you and some of the ladies. I got my girl, uh, Beverly, holding on. I'm going to bring you on with Chris. Coming back with your calls, hit me up right now to my social media family. I need you all to be honest with me and to my family listening on the radio. Have this happen. Have you? I know it's an embarrassing thing to do to call into a national show and say I got ripped off by a dude or by a female, a lady, because I was blinded by love. I was so whipped or whatever the situation was. Money is important. Nothing drives me crazy than people say money doesn't matter. Are you out of your freaking mind? It matters, particularly when you worked hard your whole life. For those of you all in your 40s and 50s and sometimes your 60s, man, protect your assets. So you heard the lady earlier. What do you want to say to the ladies out there? Let's be constructive. Go ahead. No, I mean, I think that it's interesting. One of my comedian I saw recently said that how is it that y'all claim you have intuition and it doesn't tell you the person's bad in the first place? Mm hmm. If you come into a situation and you can see, I mean, I, it's, I'm still, my mind's still blown about the coke. How do you not notice? Yeah, that cocaine's up now. Somebody's Chris. blowing, yeah. somebody's hemorrhaging $1,000 a month. Yeah. And then all these situations where people say, you know, we're, men are really, really good at selling a dream. We're, we're taught how to do that from when we're 15, 16 years old. True that. If you can step back and look at what that man has produced, that's all you need to know. Stop, stop. I got to bring Beverly in. Ladies and gentlemen, in fact, hold on for me, Bev. Chris, I'm going to put you on with Bev. Everybody stick around. The man is dropping knowledge. And I tell people all the time, words are one thing. I want to see a demonstration, a consistent demonstration of who you are 
and what you say you got. Call in right now to the Michael Bazin Show. And, man, thank you all so much for calling in and being patient. This is a very important topic. Thank you all for sticking around through the music. I know you on to get back into this. For all the ladies and the men who've been destroyed financially because they were blinded by the red flags, Chris has been hanging out with me. I got my girl Beverly on. Beverly, stand by for a second. What do you want to say, Beverly? Hey, how you doing, Mike? Mike. What's up, man? This this is a great, great topic. Uh, unfortunately, I was not sucked in. I was not sold a lie. I had good teaching. A lot of this is going to begin at home. Mm-hmm. It's going to begin at your, the talk around the table, communication with your children. Uh, my husband and I, we got married in the 80s. So I was very blessed. I have a hard-working man. Oh, my God, they don't come like this anymore. Right. They don't come like this. It is very, very scarce. And he's teaching his daughters. We have three daughters and one son. He's teaching them to be well, bad, independent. Bad, bad. So let's, let's get straight to it, though, because I need you to talk like you're talking to the ladies who are tuned into the show right now. What should they be aware of? Learn to be independent. Look for the red flags. If he doesn't have anything to bring to the table, if he don't have what you have and more, then you already know this is a waste of your time. He's going to bring you down. He's going, you, you, I see girls, women, they're paying child support for these guys. They're sitting home playing video games. I'm talking about 35 and 40 years old. They're, they're weed heads. They're alcoholics. And they will, they will bring you down if you don't stop it. Now, stop, Beb, Beb. They, I, hold on, Beb. I got Chris on. Now, we heard everything you said. Chris, first of all, say hello to Beverly. Beverly, say hello to Chris. Hey, Chris, hey Beverly, how's it going? So, so Chris, I, know, I almost know what you're going to say, but I'm going to let you say it. So this is another situation where the women are with guys who are doing nothing. My question to you, Beverly, now I'll let Chris jump in. What were the guys doing when they met them in the first place? A lot of them was doing nothing. See, the, the fans stop, were there, stop, like stop, 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 Chris. Go ahead. I'm going to let you have the flow, man. Go ahead, Chris. Hello? Yeah. Go ahead. Look, I, I, again, not to be mean, but this is. Let me explain how simple this is. You can turn on Animal Planet and see a female bird not breed with a male bird until he's built a nest. My man. Like this is the most basic thing that all living creatures have to know how to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that unfortunately, like you talk about love and emotion yep. and all those things. Women complicate it so much yep. that you end up playing yourselves. It is what it is. You are as you can talk how you want to talk, but when you when you pull up what car you pull up in and where you live, that's the bottom line. Not only that, because you know you can perpetrate on the cars and the living too. But I would say that was a good measurement. But we got to see what they're doing consistently. Sometimes we jump into relationships so fast, Beverly and Chris, that we really don't give ourselves a chance to step back. And look at the big picture. How consistent are they with that? Because anybody can perpetrate for a few months. And I don't have any issues with seeing a person's credit report or seeing their bank statements. If you're talking about having children, moving in with a person, being married, everything, and I repeat, everything has to be on the table. Hey, family, thank you all for tuning in to the Michael Bates Show podcast. Make sure to tell all your friends and family to download the Michael Bates Show app to listen to our live stream on Echo devices 24-7. See you next time on the Michael Bates Show.